Hello, apartment friends. It's me, Leslie Mathis, with the Multifamily Streamline Podcast. Two weeks ago, I mentioned we would unpack that big number four topic, looking inward versus outward, self-serving, self-giving, self-entitled. We get frustrated with people and their shortcomings or mistakes, but what does that really say about us? That big number four went on to say making decisions based on what others want. Let's not die on the hill of the carpet color or the pew versus the padded chair. Who are you really trying to reach? It's just not about us. Have you ever asked that question to yourself? Have you ever taken the time to sort that out? I would suggest that there's a common theme in what annoys you or or no one that can make you happy. You might need a little self-reflection. Sometimes our expectations could be too high. Is that really the problem? No one is perfect, including me or you. I've recently hit a spell of frustrations with no clear path of how to solve. There was no one person, one thing, one day of the week. But what I did quickly realize was I definitely could be considered the common thread. While I understand things just can't be perfect, I tend to get frustrated when things don't go right. Not as planned, but right. Communication seems to be the underlying thing for me. Years ago, I learned that people and communication are key. Everything else can be fixed. No matter the situation, if you have the right people in the right place, rowing in the same direction and communicating properly, the world can be conquered. I've also struggled lately with having the tough conversations. Honestly, I I don't want to have them because they just feel like the insanity wheel. Over and over, it's the same thing. Y'all, it's not the same people or situation, but what we do is not rocket science. So the same challenges arise, no matter the location, the deal, the management company. So back to the same common thread, me. I don't know for sure that I was the problem, but I'll own it. My frustrations led probably to a bad attitude or the last straw syndrome. But if I didn't want to have the hard conversations, then how was I going to fix it? I've also come to think venting might be a waste of time. How often we vent to the wrong person and or we don't feel any better after the rant. It was a waste of 15 or 20 minutes that we will never get back. It's like reliving the situation all over again. And what good did that even do? If it's not you, then it's me. How can we apply that to our everyday life or at least apartment life? What good is falling short on sight? What goal is falling short on sight? What team member is failing or struggling? What financial obligation is not being met? What filter isn't being changed? No matter our position or title, we are in charge of at least ourselves. So how do we flip the script? How do you turn frustrations into joy? Well, it starts with me or you. For starters, let's just look at the frustrations as an opportunity to pivot. We do that all day, and perhaps because that gets exhausting, that is where frustration begins to brew. We can't ignore it and hope it will go away in true Leslie Mathis fashion. Listen, there are delete buttons we can hit, but if we do that for all of our frustrations, that would lead us to a worse place than frustrated. So back to where to start. I'm a big fan of writing it down. What's the pain point? Get it out there. 
And then what are three things we can do to fix it? Then if we don't take action, that's on us. But writing it down, you might just find a common theme or perhaps it's not you, but now you have identified it and you can take action. Listen, if you choose not to take action, again, that's on you. See the self-reflection there? If everything comes down to people and communication, with this new self-reflection, we learn that if the communication is broken, that is where things point back to us. It's not a bad thing, but it is a time to pivot and fix it. We don't have to be tyrants to communicate effectively. Over the years, I've become pretty good on being clear on my expectations. I often hear that I am direct and not a sugarcoater, and I'm good with that. I hate the words, it was a miscommunication. That feels like a cop-out to me. Because of these things, I do become frustrated when there is a lapse in communication. With the above reflection, I've learned that it's just the world standing in the way trying to keep us small and not allowing us to grow. For that reason alone, it's even more important that we identify the issues and fix it. Fix it now. Stop procrastinating. Get off the insanity wheel. No one loves the hard conversations. We just aren't those people that wake up in the morning ready to embrace the hard conversations. That if we don't approach correctly to someone, we will hurt their feelings in the process. But when we are willing to have them, the hard conversation, then we all have an opportunity to learn and grow from the situation. Again, let me say that again. If we are willing to have the hard conversation, then we all have the opportunity to learn and grow from the situation, including ourselves. Last week, you heard from Nathan Cox. And if you didn't sign up for their daily motivational email, you should just go to 68ventures.com to sign up. 68, the numbers, 68ventures.com. But back in May, the daily was about the next right thing. And he said, if one of my children were to ask for advice on what to do next, my counsel would be the next right thing. You might think the answer would depend on the situation, but this answer works no matter what, whether they have just succeeded or failed, done good or caused harm matters not. What is in the past is out of our control. In the present moment, our responsibility is to choose to do the next right thing. That's it. If we're able to do the next right thing, that starts with us and self-reflection. No matter the situation, instead of pointing fingers and becoming more frustrated, we need to take a look at ourselves and see what ownership we have. And then it's time to take action. I really do try to practice what I preach. So in full transparency, I took these exact steps shared earlier, and I left the frustration at the door. When we get too close to the point of no return, we really struggle with the day-to-day, probably making everybody else miserable around us. At that point, everything seems like an uphill battle. When we take ownership of the situation, then we can move forward instead of just shuffling it under the rug. I'm sure none of us want to wake up miserable and that takes and take it to the office with us. So now is just as good as any time to break the cycle and lighten the load. See you here next week.